Hey guys, welcome to Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. I'm Bones and that is Fofo. And that's Oba. Hiding. Happy, happy, happy anniversary! Happy anniversary to us. Uh, today is Jan 10. Jan 10. Today is the actual anniversary, <laughs> our first wedding anniversary ever. And actually, we have a lot of anniversaries. We have the day that we met. We have the day that we got together as boyfriend and girlfriend. Our first wedding anniversary and our second wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. So, ano ba talagang anniversary natin? Oh, well, why don't we break it down for everybody? Uh, Jan 6 is my birthday and the anniversary of when we got together as Joables. Joables! Jan 10 was our wedding anniversary, our church wedding. And Jan 25 will be the anniversary of wedding celebration. <laughs> Dami. Also, meron pa. Okay, you know what? Here in the podcast, we are going to decide in front of all the viewers what is our one single anniversary date. We can't have three. It has to be just one. This is crazy. Gen 10. Gen 10. Gen 10. So all the podcast viewers out there, you heard it from ourselves. Gen 10 is our official anniversary date moving forward. So Jan 6 is just my birthday. Just your birthday. So there's no more anniversary on Jan 6. Walana. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of sad because, we've been together for 10 years and that's the anniversary that we always had in mind. Yeah, it's the anniversary that we've been celebrating for the past 10 years when we remember. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, okay lang, sige. Jan 10 na, okay na ako dun. See? And it sounds cool because it's 1 10 20. That's our anniversary date. 0 1 10 20. I don't find it that cool. What? It sounds like those, I uh, know, those parang like number things. 0 1 1 0. No, no, I, it would have been cool if it was like 1 2 parang 3 4 5 6. Kasi. Nah, nah, I don't agree. I okay. don't agree. It's just I. Okay, okay lang yan. Pero ito, dahil anniversary natin, there's one thing that I want to start with. And that's a loaded question. Okay, again. We always have the loaded question at the end. But here it is. We're going to start at the beginning. Did you ever think that you were going to marry me when we first started dating? I was a very different person when we first started dating. I think I was more of a romantic. I was 23 years old. Were you? Ah, yeah, you were a romantic. I was a romantic and I, I was more of an idealist. Uh, I thought that, oh, okay, I wanted to have kids at this age and I wanted yes. to have this many kids. You remember, and yes. we've mentioned this in the podcast, I wanted to get married before I was 30 because my parents got married so early. You wanted to get married at like 24, 25. Yeah, and then I wanted to have kids soon after. Uh, I had like four or five kids. I put the number and a date to everything. But you know what? I don't remember ever thinking about, hey, I think I'm going to marry you. Although I'm sure I thought about that. Okay. So yes, it's just that I can't seem to think of a particular idea or picture in my head of the time that I really thought, oh, I think I'm going to marry this chick. Was oh, this chick? <laughs> Sorry, that's how I thought before. This chicken. This chick. <laughs> this chicken. Um, okay, so you didn't think that, you don't remember if you thought about that, but was the first time that you thought about that when you proposed to me? Oh my god, that's such a good question. Like, how did I get to that point of asking yeah. you? No, like I told you, it was, it was just a feeling. So it was very spur of the moment. It wasn't a well thought out plan. Okay, you just felt, oh yeah, I want to marry her. Yeah, it wasn't premeditated there. That's the word I was looking for. Mm -hmm. So getting married to you was not premeditated. It was more of a feeling. It's just I knew that you and I had this really good bond and really good relationship. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And when that spur of the moment thought of proposing to you came to me, I was like, okay, 
It feels right. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Magpakasal na tayo. Okay, ako naman. Did I ever see you as husband material? I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but there was this one time that I bumped into you after meeting you. And I don't think you saw me. But I remember I was passing by you and this was in Ateneo. Bonfire. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I passed gotcha. by you. I was like, I know this guy. I don't know if I'm going to say hi. And then all of a sudden I thought, hmm, I wonder if he's going to be my boyfriend. I, I just thought about that. So do you usually not do that? I don't know. Like, I, I guess it wasn't something that would cross my mind at that time, especially since I had just come from a breakup. But for some reason, I was thinking about that already. Like, these were questions that popped into my mind. So I thought, hmm, I wonder if he's going to be my boyfriend. And then we, we when we started dating, I was like, oh, okay, I wonder if I'm actually going to marry this dude. That would be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, were there any, like, deeper thoughts about marriage? Ooh, I think when we when we were already together as boyfriend and girlfriend, I had thought about, okay, what level of commitment do we have already? Is this something where we'll grow old together, that we're going to have kids together? I couldn't necessarily see myself yet, but I had a good feeling about it. So uh-huh. I didn't know like what the future would bring or paano nga ba maging asawa? Hindi ko kasi alam eh. Like it was very blurry to me, but I just had a good feeling about being with you long term. Okay, two things. I have two questions that pop into my head just now. The first one is, did you ever imagine me as a husband? Like how would I be? Or as a father, how would I be? Ooh, yes, I did. Okay, so what was that? It's it's kind of funny because during the time that we started dating, my dad already left, mm-hmm. right? So I didn't really have that kind of father figure. Although I don't see you as a father figure. Shempre, you're like a man in my life, right? So wala, there wasn't anybody that I could really learn from in terms of like the manly stuff. So <laughs> like I, I thought it was pretty cool that you were able to teach me and my siblings things that we didn't think that we could learn from our own our own dad. When I put that into perspective and the way that you would teach the people around you certain things, I started to realize now, oh, I wonder how he would be with our kids when they want to learn new stuff in the future. So yeah, I just thought of things like that, taken from okay. experience. Anything else? I knew that you were going to be a makulit dad when when we had Saba. Ah. When Saba came into our lives. Like, your level of lambing rose even more. And your level of... Just to show that Saba is here, I'm holding up her ear. Yeah, like just a couple of minutes ago, Mikael was holding Saba in his arms. And then it was like he was sleeping with her. And at that moment, just now, I was like, hmm, paano pa kaya pag may hawak na siyang baby natin? Ano kaya ang mararamdaman ni Fofo? At mm-hmm. wala lang, parang naisip ko lang yung lambing factor mo, tataas ng tataas lalo. When I would think about you and being a wifey, Mm. Or a mudra. Mudra kel. Uh, <laughs> mudra kel si At first, I would think about your indecision. <laughs> your indecisiveness. And I would be like, oh my god, like, is she gonna be indecisive in front of our child? <laughs> like, if she has to pick, like, where the child is gonna eat. What, what fast food restaurant is she gonna be indecisive? So I would think about those things, and then when it comes to the bigger things, like what school to go to, would we allow our child to go to a party or not go to a party, take basketball class or not, taekwondo or not, or whatever. 
So I would think about that at first, okay. but over time, uh, as we've gotten to work together more and more, especially now during 2020, Mm-mm. the past year, I've grown more confident. Bonizi is growing out of her indecisiveness. I'm in the process. In the process. We're waiting for the end product. But I mean, it's always a continuous yeah, thing. So yeah, I don't I just... know if there's an end product. Even for me, all of my flaws and failures, I'm always just trying to work on it. I don't think there's an end game. Honestly, the important thing is that we're working on it and yeah. we're not just like letting ourselves sit in our old lives and our old like bad habits so my last follow-up question to the loaded question is how do you feel about relationships or couples especially when you have friends wherein they talk about marriage before getting married so there are two parts to this question when they talk about marriage and parang sobrang aga pa like tipong first few months of being together pa lang Oh, and then that they, really. Yeah, and then when they talk about marriage a bit later on. So how do you feel about that? Do you think it should be done? I know it's a case-to-case basis, but what are your thoughts on it? Well, definitely it's a case-to-case basis because you have people getting married within two weeks of knowing each other. Yeah. And they're together for the rest of their lives. Okay, yeah. And then you have, on the other hand, people that are together for like, let's say, 10 years like us. They get married and then parang, ah, anyare. Yeah, and we never really talked about marriage, did we? We talked about marriage later on in our relationship. Maybe after like a couple of years of being together. And for us, what worked was that we got to enjoy each other as boyfriend and girlfriend. Hindi mo na natin pinapakialam. Yung isa't isa. Like Uh you did your own thing, I did my own thing. We had like boundaries when it came to that. So we were able to enjoy each other's company while doing our own thing first. So Bonizi is right. When your boyfriend and girlfriend, that's one stage of a relationship. Yeah. And taking it to being newlyweds or married, that's another stage. I think some people gloss over the boyfriend-girlfriend stage a bit too quickly. Na sayang. Pwede, pwede Especially yeah. if you have time. I mean, I, I understand. If you're like 55 years old and you just want to get married right away. Go okay, for it. go for it. Yeah, do you. But if you're a bit younger, like you're getting into your own thing at work and so many aspects of your life mm-hmm. I mean it is nice there is a lot of value and memories to be had just enjoying that Joa level oh it was nice because we got to do our own thing you know we were there to support each other we yeah. made our own decisions you weren't holding me back I wasn't holding you back from anything that you wanted to do and I think that was important because we didn't let the relationship take over us as individuals yeah and then the second part that I got from what you said is once you have that marriage conversation coming in, you really cannot escape the pressure. No matter how much you say, "Ah, hindi pressure yan." The mere fact that you mentioned it means that you added something new to your relationship already. What if some, like one partner, was thinking long term, and the other one just, you know, was just more relaxed? Parang go with the flow. Like if we break up, whatever. You know, may mga tao din ganon, and it could add pressure to the relationship as well. Yeah, so for me, all I'm really saying is that it is still a case-to-case basis, but especially if you're in the younger uh, age range in your relationship, make the most out of that Joa stage. It's super fun. Yeah, enjoy the moment. Speaking of anniversaries, Fofo and I don't celebrate birthdays or anniversaries or whatnot, and it's just something that isn't really a focus in our relationship because we focus on each other every day of our lives naman. Yeah, so this is our first wedding anniversary and 10th relationship 
anniversary. So the question is, how did we spend it? Well, we celebrated by looking at toilets. <laughs> <laughs> to frame what Bonizi just said, we spoke about this at length in the previous podcast yeah. episodes. We are moving. So we want to move to the province, but right now we just have to get out of our current condo unit because the lease is ending mm-hmm. very, very soon. So when we would pass by furniture shops or home depots or builder shops, we would decide to go inside and check out the furniture, specifically toilets, because I guess that's what we're looking at nowadays. We like toilets. No, we want to be able to fix up our bathroom nicely. (laughs) We've never had our own bathroom that's been big enough to fit both of us. No, and I think because of traveling also, being able to live in different apartments from renting, especially my family, puro renters lang kami, we've finally figured out what we want in our home like what kind of fixtures we want what makes us comfortable and of course we're always aiming for comfort yeah but going back to what we actually did during my birthday and our anniversary we were literally packing so Mm -hmm. we ended up in a couple of furniture shops so we were checking out different pieces and fixtures but at the same time we were packing here at home so all the garbage bags and the buy-in boxes that you see back here that is the product of our work during our anniversary. Yeah, so we were just packing away and it was the most, I guess it was the most efficient thing that we could do during that day because konti na lang yung araw natin dito sa condo na to and we have to make the most out of it. Yeah, so with that, here's a little update. We are not moving to the province just yet. Mm-hmm. Simply because the property that we were able to find in the province is not ready for us. Yeah, medyo luma na rin kasi yung bahay na yon. So easily, maybe like decades ago would be the safer answer. Yeah, decades ago. So syempre, the stuff that's inside the house, like the pipes, the water line, everything is kind of a, a bit worn down already. A bit? No, wala na. Sirang-sira na yung ibang mga gamit doon. Yeah, the, a quick story is we stayed in this house in Subic during the holidays just to test it out and see kung kamusta na ba talaga yung state ng bahay. And while we were there, the sink got clogged, the pipes weren't working, and there was just a lot to fix. And we realized, okay, we can't live here just yet. So what are the pros and cons of buying this kind of property? From our experience, at least. I would say that being an old property, of course, you're going to have hiccups along the way, like worn down stuff that's inside the house, probably a design that you and your family might not like or just doesn't fit your family. Yeah, to be more specific with Bonizi's point, when it comes to electrical, when yeah. it comes to plumbing, Water. when it comes to ducting, when it comes to uh, provisions for appliances, they're all around 30 to 40 years old already, which is no good for us. Yeah. So I think that would be the biggest challenge and the big biggest con when it comes to buying old property as opposed to buying an empty lot and building your own house from the ground up you can have everything brand spanking new. And you can have everything accustomed to what you need. Okay, so what we have to do right now, our challenge is to be able to pinpoint what are the mm-hmm. problems that need to be addressed right away mm-hmm. and what are the problems that can be addressed later on. So that's a huge challenge for us because this is the first time that we're doing this. This is the first time that we're buying property that we're going to move into. 
house. A house. First time to buy a house. Oh my gosh, we have a house. Okay, but there is a huge pro, which was a huge consideration why we actually bought it, and that is price. And prices mm. in the province are just so much cheaper yeah. than prices in Metro Manila. I already had a mini rant about this a couple of podcast episodes ago. For the price that we got in the province and for the size of the lot, we would have gotten a very, very small condo here in the heart of studio. Metro Manila. A, a studio. studio. A studio. You're right. Yeah, and we got a house for that price in the province. When it comes to price, if your lifestyle and your work is flexible enough, then I think there's a lot of value to be had by moving outside Metro Manila. Mm -hmm. Especially now since I feel 2021 and onwards is going to be like a huge work from home shift for a lot of yeah. companies. And I also have friends that were renting in Metro Manila just so that they could go to their work here in mm -hmm. the Metro. So what they did was they all moved back to the province probably with their family and it saved them so much money as well. So now what's the plan? So we have to fix up the province. So in the meantime, we have to move out of this condo and move into another condo in Metro Manila. Thankfully, however, me and Bonizi, we do have a condo that has turned over to us. Yes, recently. So now we can move into that in the meantime because our goal is to eventually rent that out we weren't able to have it rented out because it's a pandemic so we decided let's just stay there first and slowly fix it up para sa next renter na hopefully magsistay dun sa condo na yon. Mm -hmm. and with that that brings us to this huge mess behind us we are moving out and we wanted to share this experience with everyone i've been sharing it already on mm -hmm. instagram but let's share let's talk about it in more detail here on the podcast because i realized that this whole process this is the first time that you and i have really moved out from one location to another together together the biggest move we've ever really had was one floor up yes exactly so we used to live a couple floors down in a smaller unit and then we moved up so that we we could accommodate more people and eventually our little studio here I've experienced moving with my family, but the thing with that was I wasn't hands-on with it. My mom took care of everything yeah. and she was just like, go to work and then when you go home, we're going to move to the new place. So I didn't know anything about managing moving a whole house. Okay, so for those who are planning to move out, for those who have never moved out but think it'll happen later on in their lives, we have a lot of stories and experiences to share because moving out is crazy. And it's... More difficult than I thought it would be, honest. The first thing we did was we had to decide when we were going to start to move out because from prior experience with my mom, when she moved out, it was so stressful because they only gave themselves like two or three days. <gasps> exactly. So what Bonizi and I did was we said 11 days before the day that we had to move out of this mm -hmm. condo, we had to start moving things out already. Yeah. So on the very first day, that was the day that we asked all the trucks and all the other workers to help us come in and take out all of the big furniture pieces and big appliances. It was easier to do that para at least we had more space to move around and so that all the heavyweight stuff, we could have help in doing that. Hindi lang tayo yung gagawa, no? uh -oh. So basically, all the pieces in our condo unit that we needed help to move out had to move out mm -hmm. on that very first day. Oh yeah, we had to make sure that nothing was left because 
honestly, we didn't have any more help in the next couple of days, right? Because yeah. there were workers, there was trucks, and we needed to be able to only move things that could fit in our own cars later mm. on. Okay, so now that we just said that, I have two more points to share, Bonizi. Okay. The first one is about how much it costs to move out. Ooh, okay. And the second one is the downsides of living in a condo that we finally realized yes. and experienced. Okay, so, so first is... Costing. Go. So the things that we spent on for moving are one, the trucks that we needed to use to haul the furniture. Two, we had to pay for workers that could come in and help us with the heavy lifting. Three would be the balikbayan boxes mm-hmm. so that we could put our items in it. And four would be the garbage bags and the bubble wrap, which we used to secure and to protect the items that we were transporting. We tried looking online for services that could come and pack and move our stuff like in the US, but for some reason we could only find services that would pack and store your items for later on. Yes, and at the end of the day, those services in terms of cost would far outweigh how much we actually spent kung sariling effort yung pwede mong ibigay. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that you're paying for there is convenience. Yeah. But to be honest, we could always do it ourselves anyways. Yeah, so we, we had, had our time. So for those who have time, you will save a lot if you are willing to put in the effort to pack and move out on your own. Mm-hmm. So let's break it down a little bit. So for the workers and the trucks, that's a no-brainer. You know why they're there. They're there to help you take out the cabinets yeah. and the drawers and the tables. But the bubble wrap in the balikbayan boxes. So balikbayan boxes would be around anywhere from 100 to 180 pesos. These were the better quality ones. Yeah. So these were important. You want better quality ones because you don't want that when you lift up the box, biglang bibiga yung ilalim niya. Uh-huh. Sobrang bad trip. Meron kasi yung mga tag to 20 pesos, but this yeah. one was around like 100 something per box. Yeah, so we decided to get the sturdier ones only because we wanted to make sure that our things were protected. There's no point in moving kung masisira lahat ng gamit mo during the process. So it's okay to spend just a little bit more for that extra peace of mind. Now the second find or the second discovery that I had was Bubble Wrap Philippines. Thank you so much to whoever suggested that on Instagram. Because it was amazing. Okay, so I was able to buy for 600 pesos a humongous, okay, <laughs> probably like this big, a humongous roll of big eye bubble wrap. Bonizi, it's over there. Let's show them. And this was so useful because one roll was enough to cover all of our furniture and of course we didn't cover it completely we only covered the sides and the edges that we felt might get hit or scraped or dented in the process of moving so we wanted to protect that especially the tables that we had uh, restored and Mm -hmm. re-varnished or repainted sayang naman yung binayara namin dun so after talking about how much it actually cost us to move all our stuff, the next one would be the pros and cons of living in a condo. Because obviously you don't even realize these things until you actually have to move. And guys, ang hirap mag-move out sa isang condo simply because for me, the number one reason would be the elevators. I mean, you live with so many other people in a building that you have to be respectful of the people who Uh live with you. So that meant that moving for eight hours during that whole day, Mm -hmm. easily three hours of those eight were used just waiting for the elevator to get to us. And it was pretty hard because especially the elevator in our condo now, the one that we're staying in, the service elevator is also used by the tenants here. Yeah, It's not just something where you move stuff around or you put furniture in. 
people use that to like take their dogs down to the ground level so you had to really wait until nobody was there so that you could actually move your stuff yes and of course in condo units understandably there are a lot of rules when it comes to the service entrance mm-hmm. the delivery areas sometimes the trucks might not be able to fit into the delivery area so it depends on the sizes so there are just so many factors which just added to the delays yeah. of moving out and the stresses of moving out so it's something to consider kaya kaya siempre pero it was these unforeseen events and things that we weren't able to predict that really added to the energy and cost and time cost of moving out of this condo. Can I just say that I'm really happy that we have light furniture. Out yeah. of everything that we have, the heaviest was the antique table that we got from your mom because that's real wood. Yeah. And the second one would be the bed. The bed. The bed because our bed is 80 by 80. Yeah. It's huge. Like it's bigger than us. Mm-hmm. So we had like five guys bring it and they were already having such a hard time. Yeah, and surprisingly we only had two huge pieces. I would talk to the workers who we had working with And they said, "Na sir, madalina yung mga gamit mo." Because <laughs> others would have like huge mirrors. Oh my god! Like floor to ceiling mirrors, and sober na katakot daw because not only was it so heavy mm-hmm. and so difficult to carry, but sobrang masela na maybe one bump oh, yeah. feeling nila mababasag na yeah. agad, or like maybe pianos. Oh my god! Oh, Can you imagine piano? taking up pianos? You know, I was actually th- good thing you mentioned it now because I was thinking in my head the other day. Man, I really want like a nice big mirror for our condo, and it would look so nice in pictures. And now that you said na, bakandi magkasha sa elevator, bakandi magkasha sa pinto, I'm like, how can I get the mirror that I want? Kaya wag nangalang. Hindi kaya naman. There are lighter mirrors. I think the others, kasi yung my metal frame, tapos super kapal ng mirror. Yung mga 100 pound frame. Oh, yung mga ganon. But I've seen some that are very big, pero very lightweight. Yeah. So since this is our first time to actually move places together, we decided to half the work. So Mikael would be assisting the workers going up and down, bringing the stuff, and I would be helping out selling mang packing so that whenever they come up and get stuff, ready na siya for them. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty fun because at least we got to pack a lot of things and they didn't have to worry about that. But we did come across a roadblock, especially this morning when we were trying to shoot the podcast super duper early. We were missing a lot of stuff because we didn't know where we packed it. It gets difficult because we want to be able to shoot efficiently and do our work efficiently. But I had miscalculated and I just packed everything. Thinking na okay, ipak lang natin para makalis na tayo. Yeah, so for me that was tough to swallow because Bonizi packed our essentials as well, yeah. and that's something that I didn't want to happen, Sana. Mm. And I, obviously, I was not able to communicate that, and Bonizi wasn't able to think about it. But it's all right. So you kind of roll with the punches, which leads us to the next topic, which is during any huge transition, mm-hmm. patience is the key. Patience and flexibility, and I posted something on Instagram recently, which I think emphasizes that. Bonizi and I, during this move, things haven't gone completely according to plan, and because of that, on the second day of our move, we had no place to sleep. Oh yeah, we just brought everything without even thinking where we were gonna stay. So what we did is that we decided that we were gonna sleep on the floor because we still had a blanket that we could put. So latag lang kami on the floor. Then it was okay. It was fun. Yeah, we had so much fun doing it, and 
I don't think we would have had this experience otherwise. Like, if we have another story to tell people. Yeah. Imbis na gamitin natin as a point na magaaway patayo, we just used it as an experience, an adventure. And it's a story that we can tell later on to our kids and to our friends and to my family who I will see later. We had a spontaneous camping, camping trip in the condo. It was our goodbye camping trip. Popo, now that I think about it, okay, so we're surrounded by boxes, right? But we also put a bunch of our stuff into trash bags. Yeah. So we were kind of like sleeping beside the trash bags. Yeah, no, we'll share some photos, <laughs> but it really looked funny because we were sleeping in the middle of balikbayan boxes and garbage bags. Pero malinis naman sila. So we had fun camping out in our living room, but Mikael also made me realize something during this move. Yes, so on the second night, we also realized that it's our anniversary. And your birthday and my birthday so we decided on the second night of our move instead of sleeping on the floor we said why don't we book a room in a hotel let's make it a staycation let's make it fun and Bonizi at first was very hesitant about it Mm-mm. and but I was just saying let's just stay at your mom's house I'm sure she'll be okay with that and I told her yeah I'm sure that would be fine as well we could also just sleep on the floor as well that mm-hmm. wasn't going to be a problem with me but Bonizi and I have always made it a point to save every month every week every time we have work and I told her that this is the flexibility that is given to us because we are able to save yeah it's the ability to be able to purchase your convenience at any time. To be able to properly exp- explain it, the first thing you need to do is you need to be able to save. So it really depends on your spending habits. For some people, whenever they come across uh, their money, their salaries, they like spending it right mm. away. And that's okay. You deserve that because you earned it. Yeah. Okay, that is your right to spend your money the way that you want to. But that kind of spending style means that when you come across a spontaneous moment where you want to spend or you need to spend, yeah. baka wala kang pondo para doon. Gets, gets. So, for example, if we didn't save and we didn't feel like sleeping on the floor, we actually would not have any other option because we didn't have we wouldn't have money to stay anywhere else. Because we didn't have savings. But since we did have savings, we were able to purchase for our convenience yeah without being guilty about it yeah because no bones we save for this we don't know when we're gonna spend this fund but when the time comes we'll know that we can spend it and it was cool because after uh, a couple of days of moving back and forth lifting heavy stuff we got to celebrate our anniversary and your birthday and we got to relax at the same time. And guilt-free. Because sometimes some people, when it's out of budget, syempre nakaka-guilty. Oh. Especially for someone who manages the finances of yeah, our household. Yeah, I'm sure. guilty if you're not prepared to spend a big amount. But for this one, we had a fund, mm-hmm. we had savings, and we were happily able to enjoy our staycation. Yay. Our spontaneous staycation guilt-free. I guess that we're just sharing that style that we do, which has helped us. And if it fits your lifestyle, then go ahead and try it out. Why not? You know, I'm really happy that we went through a renting phase before actually buying a home because mm-hmm. I don't know what I would have liked back then in buying a house and it might have been completely different from our needs right now. You know, Bones, you're right. I remember I was talking to a sibling who was saying that he doesn't want to rent. So he was just starting out, mm-hmm. this is like his first or second year of working 
And he said he didn't want to rent because he wanted to invest right away. Mm. But the thing is, he didn't know what to invest in because yeah. he also didn't know what to look for. He didn't know what condo to get or where to put his mm-hmm. money. So you're right. Renting has helped us a lot because it gave us a sense of what we wanted and what to look at when looking at places where we want to live. And it reminds me of who who I was when I was younger because you do remember that I purchased a condo back when I was really young. I was advised that it's better to just buy rather to rent out. But uh-huh. I realized later on it wasn't a great investment because it wasn't something that I wanted to live in. It wasn't something that was, that I thought I could sell later on. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a place that you liked. Yeah. As simple as that. Yeah, um, later on. Like after a year or two living there, I realized I, I don't like living here. Yeah, the condo unit that Bonizi was advised to buy is just something that she didn't like. It didn't fit her taste. So now she realizes sayang yung pera niya because she has no motivation Mm-mm. and no energy to take care of it and to manage the tenant who's there, etc., etc. So it's a tough situation for her, but it's also a learning experience. Yeah, it's a definitely a big learning experience for me. And to be honest, I wish that I didn't rush into that yeah. so that I could have saved money and eventually bought something that might have been a little bit pricier, but it's something that I actually like. Just to wrap up that last thought that Bonizi was saying, because we've been able to rent out, you've lived in how many places? Three or four places since we've gotten together. I've lived in around three or four places as well. And we were all renting out. And now that we've decided to finally move to the province, when we checked out that house in the province, we knew exactly what we wanted, Mm -hmm. what we wanted to change, and what we did not like. So when we saw it, we were like, this will fit because we can turn this into our own house. So with that, we hope you learned something from our moving out experience. I'd like to talk about it when we're actually done with the whole process. Once we actually have a proper podcasting area for our Behind Relationship Goals podcast in our new place, we'll give you guys a great update. And thank you so much for everybody that's been emailing us your comments, your suggestions at our email. That's behindrelationshipgoals at gmail.com. And I think we kind of need to go back into our moving fofo. Yeah, so after this podcast recording, we're going to pick up all the garbage bags behind us and move into our condo and hopefully finish it sooner than later. We'll see you guys next week. This is Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. I'm Bones. I'm Fofo. See ya. Bye.